Thanks for joining us for Good To Go. Each week, your host, Christian Studer, will connect you to good happening in your community. Thank you so much for joining us this week. I'm sitting down with Haley and Aaron over at First Priority. Um, Aaron, can you tell us a little bit about your role? Because Haley's been doing this for a little while now, um, but you're kind of new to this role here. Uh, can you tell us you know, kind of a little bit about yourself and what you're doing with First Priority now? Yeah, for sure. So I'm the area coordinator for Kingsport, Sullivan County, and also helping out out in Greenville. So uh, I've got my foot kind of in both camps, but it's uh, just getting first priority up and going, being able to help coordinate. So being the area coordinator in those areas, being able to just help start first priority yeah. uh, and bring the gospel to those students. Definitely. That's awesome. Um, so Haley, so you've kind of been, you've been doing first priority for a long time now. For 12 years. 12 yes. years. Yeah. So a good little while. A little while. Um, and you're, you know, you've brought Aaron on and, and uh, kind of, you know, letting go a little bit of the responsibility of, of every school system. Um, how has that been kind of integrating Aaron and how uh, do you see the benefit to first priority with that? Well, when you're, I live in Johnson city and we're talking about a three hour drive to some of the schools in our territory. Goodness gracious. And so to be, I, I, I tell people I was in a mold for 12 years of being reactive. So I had mm-hmm. to go where people were wanting me to go and I never had the time to sit down and go, okay, we got to get this started in this school. Yeah. You know, this is a large school, large mission field. So now I can narrow my focus down. I can get to know more churches, get to know more people personally, understand what's going on in each of the schools versus hearsay from 150 schools from all over the area. Yeah. Now I can concentrate on 30 to 50 and really be a master. Is that jack of all trades or master of none? Yeah. Right? So, yeah. <laughs> um, that's kind of what we get to be more of masters of what we do. And Aaron coming in and doing the same thing, same vision, same heart. Yeah. I know when I'm handing off clubs and handing off relationships, I don't have to worry about, you know, anything different. It's just he's Definitely. going to do the same thing. Just love them just like I love them. And yeah. still not going to be disconnected from them. I'm yeah. still going to be <laughs> visiting and saying hello. But that's awesome. Um, and now, you know, I've had you on before talking about first priority. So I, so I kind of know about the the ministry there. Um, but for those listening, maybe they haven't uh, heard about first priority. Can you kind of tell them what um, what you all do exactly? Well, first priority's vision is to take the hope of Christ to every student in a region. So we want to have the gospel presented to every student in our region. We believe in the students as a mission field. We believe the schools a mission field. We believe in uh, you know 85%, the statistic, 85% of everyone who accepts Christ does so before they turn 18. Wow. And if we're going to go reaching people, we're going to be fishers of men. We're going to go where that's very vital fish are. Well, they go fish swim in schools, right? Yeah. So <laughs> we go to school. So our, our vision statement again is uh, to take the hope of Christ to every student. And the way we do that, our vision statement, and I was telling him we kind of reworded it yesterday, so I'm going to read it. Uniting the local church to establish a first priority club on every middle and high school campus in East Tennessee so that every student can hear the gospel from a friend. Wow. So our philosophy is, well, if we're going to go to the mission field, which is the schools, the best missionaries are indigenous missionaries. And our schools are filled with Christian students. Why not help those Christian students be evangelists to their peers. Yeah, they'll be a lot more effective than the old school way of getting old gray-haired men like me to go uh, <laughs> and uh, and and to teach them to be leaders, to disciple them as leaders, to disciple them as evangelists, 
And uh, we do that through the schools, and we do that through the students, and we do that with the churches, alongside the churches. Mm-hmm. I love that part of your organization where you are, you know, we're wanting to equip the churches um, to do that as well, because, you know, they have youth groups, they have all the, the Sunday school and, and everything that they are already pouring into these kids as well. And it kind of turns it to where it's a little bit more intentional with these the students that are in the churches to go out into their schools uh, as missionaries. Yes, been in youth ministry for 28 years now, and I know that every youth pastor wants their kids, wants their students to share the gospel with their peers. Yeah. And so a lot of times they say that, we challenge them with that, and I think one of the main ways they think is, well, I have to get kids to come to church so mm-hmm. that they hear the youth pastor share the gospel. Yeah. We know it's no, they're not going to all come to church. they got to go where they are. And so first priority becomes a concrete way of doing that. It's not just mm-hmm. a concept to a kid. It's, I want you to share the gospel with your peers. Here's how you go about doing that. You yeah. be part of first priority. You learn the gospel. You share it with your friends, and you do it alongside other believers that are in the same mindset. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, and now for those listening right now, and they're like, hey, you know, I'd love to have a first priority at my school or find out more information. How can they you know, see where the first priority is and how they could start one? Yeah, firstpriority.club. Uh, slash TN1 is the best way to go. And then you'll be able to get our contact. The best way is to probably contact us directly. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can kind of help connect those students with maybe there's a club that's already happening. Um, a lot of times the, it'll also, because it's an official school club, it'll actually even be on the school's website. So if your oh, school awesome. has it, it'll be on their website as well. But yeah. Um, but yeah, if they go to our website, we'll be able to help direct them uh, if there's a if there's a club there currently or if there's one in the works for sure. Okay. Awesome. And you said, make sure I got the website correct. You said firstpriority.club yep. slash TN1. That's it. Okay, awesome. We'll have that uh, listed on our site as well. Um, and that's where they can find out all the information about the schools and you know about potentially starting one if they don't have one in their current school. That's it. So there's lots of resources. That's one thing that is really cool about the website. There's a ton of resources. And we really... Uh, just from the national office down all the way, we just really want to resource students to be able to help share the gospel mm-hmm. and, and to do that effectively. Uh, and so that's that website has a just a ton, a ton of information uh, that you can find about how to share the gospel. It's an opportunity to sign up to share the gospel, and it's a it's a cool resource. Yeah, for sure. Um, and now I'd love to know, Aaron, how you got involved with First Priority, and and how long you have been you've been a part of this ministry now. Too. For sure. So I was a youth pastor in South Florida. Uh, I was oh, I was at a, okay. at a big church. In fact, just moved up from South Florida. That's awesome. Uh, so Greater Fort Lauderdale area, and um, I first started. It was actually one of my youth sponsors. I was a middle school youth pastor down there. And one of my, uh, he was a woodshop teacher at a middle school. And he asked me, he's like, hey, Aaron, will you come just uh, share the gospel at, at my school? We've got this thing called First Priority. I was like, this was in 2006. Oh, wow. Okay. And I was like, okay, cool. And so I kind of <laughs> walked on. He didn't, get, he didn't do the best of job of telling me exactly what First Priority was. He just was like, hey, you're going to share the gospel. And so I was a little bit like, well, am I allowed to do that? And like, is this some kind of sting operation? Yeah. Like, are the cops going to come in and arrest me? And so I got up in front of it. It was probably about 50 students that were in his wood shop. And about halfway through, I said, well, forget it. If I'm going to get arrested, there's nothing better to get arrested for than sharing the gospel. Yeah, so sure. just shared the gospel and uh, got hooked up just as a campus coach there in South Florida. So I was a campus coach for a little over a decade uh, between a couple middle schools, a couple high schools. Just being able to, able to just love on students and help guide them as they're 
trying to share the gospel in the greatest mission field in the country. Yeah, that's amazing. I love that. Um, so you've been doing it for a while too then. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and now I'd love to hear a few stories maybe you had, you know, coming from South Florida of, of uh, the impact that First Priority has had on these kids. And you don't have to share any names, of course. Right. Um, but I know, you know, stories really connect, really uh, show the, the mission of what you all are doing. Yeah, I, you do, you never realize how lost really a place is until you walk on campus, mm-hmm. um, and just uh, through the years being able to 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 rub shoulders with students that that you're like, wow, I didn't know that kind of language even existed, right? Yeah. But but I can think of just a few. I remember um, it was at a at a middle school, Millennium Middle School. Um, there was I had a it was a group of probably fifteen to twenty. Um, but they were all sixth graders. Every single yeah. one of them were sixth graders. And, and there, there was one particular girl was just on fire. I mean, just, uh, was a dynamic leader and, um, just, so we, we were kind of doing the first priority thing. And she asked the question one week of, well, how can we get more people here? I mean, it's one thing if I go and tell my friends, but how can we get more people there? And, just through a turn of events, was able to to work with one of the guys that I knew. He was a chaplain for the Marlins, and he was able to get a guy by the name of Juan Pierre uh, as a center fielder for the for the Marlins. We we're like, hey, he was a real strong believer, yeah. Um, and so he was going to be able to come. And so this one sixth grade girl said, okay, I've got now I've got a tool, yeah. in my belt to be able to go share that. So she got on the announcements every single every single day for I think it was two weeks. Wow. And just about the entire school showed up um, to be able to hear the gospel presented. Um, And so we ran out of pizza, we ran out of everything, (laughs) but it was, um, there was over 50 students that one time that accepted Jesus um, and made a first time commitment to Jesus. And it was, it was just one of those where like, wow. And the, the coolest part of that first party is really all about is that there was not an, another adult that said anything outside of Juan Pierre. Yeah. It was the sixth grade class that got up, they led, they played a game up in front of, which I'm, I would assume for, for most of them was the largest group they've ever been in front of. Yeah. But to be able to watch them, just the spirit coming through them, being able to, to stand up bold for Christ uh, in front of their peers, in front of those who were around them, to help just share the gospel. That's um, amazing. So... That's that's the kind of thing that just is wow. Yeah. Uh, I mean, not just even life changing for those students being able to step up into into major leadership roles that that can help them for the rest of their lives, but literally eternity changing decisions that were happen happening right there for so. sure. And I love six graders yeah. like that is that's that's kids i mean these are kids that like her she alone was you know pushed for this and now you know more 50 people 50 kids yeah. gave their life to jesus that is that's huge um and i love that you know sometimes as, as adults we're, you know we look at look at our kids and we're like you know you know, eventually they'll be able to to do more. Eventually, when they're more grown, more mature, I was like a sixth grader. You know, what is that like? Twelve? Yeah. You know, third twelve? Yep. Yeah, 11, like 12. that's ridiculous. And they, you know, because of their uh, what they've done, you know, we're able to lead more people to Jesus, which is amazing. So you never can really discount someone's age um, and the impact they they can have on someone's life and someone's eternity. Um, which is, which is amazing. So I I love, I love that story. Thank you for sharing that. Um, 
and again, your all's website is, I'll make sure I get this so people can find out more information. It's firstpriority.club slash TN1. Um, because you are, you all are a nonprofit, correct? Correct. Um, yes. So I'm assuming you, you all do some, you know, maybe some fundraising or, or donation based. Um, you know, if someone's wanting to get involved, maybe they're like, hey, you know, my kids are grown. I'm, you know, I have a full-time job. I don't have a lot of time to invest, but, you know, I would love to, to partner financially with you all. Um, where can they, can they do that? On the same website. Same website. Yes. Okay. okay. There's actually a button at the very top, donate now. So okay, be the first thing they see probably. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Because I know, you know, a lot of people uh, would love to, to do more. Um, but, I mean, being honest, in, in the stage of life they are uh, at, they're like, I can't, you know, I can't go to, to volunteer at a school or, or, you know, my kids are already older <laughs> and they're, they're uh, out of school. So um, that'd be a different way that they can still partner with you all and, and see more kids coming uh coming to know Jesus. Yes. So, um, I love that. So thanks again for coming on. I mean, I'd love to give you guys an opportunity to share kind of what's on your heart this season of life. I think we're coming, uh, post pandemic ish now. Um, so I'd love to, to give you all just a, just a couple minutes to kind of share what God has put on your heart during this season. Well, I'll tell you a story real quick about what I saw this here. West Ridge high school was a brand new school this year. Mm -hmm. Started Launched first priority there. They had a very good leadership team, and were 30, 40 kids running that. That's awesome. At Christmas, they we gave them postcards that described the gospel using a candy cane. And so they taped a candy cane to to 2,200, I wow. think, candy, candy canes and cards and hand them out one morning before Christmas break. And uh, they knew that they couldn't really have a lot of conversations handing out that many at the beginning, yeah. but it was a spark for conversations throughout the day. So at homeroom, a uh, young man, I think he was a sophomore, was sitting in homeroom, and a guy right across tr- from him was munching on his candy cane and reading <laughs> his card. So the young man leaned over and said, hey, what do you think about that? And the guy kind of shrugged, and he said, that's the story of Jesus. And the guy says, the student says, I, I don't know who Jesus is. I've never heard of him. And wow. so that student was, first of all, he was a little dumbfounded that, hey, we're in the Bible Belt, and you never heard the name of Jesus. But yeah. he took the opportunity to tell him about Jesus. He didn't get into the gospel part of it because the you know, homeroom started. But he sought that guy out later in the week to continue that conversation. And so that's amazing. What's on my heart in the pandemic is the, the condition our students are in. There's the suicide rates are up, mm-hmm. um, uh, home problems are up. Uh, and, and these students are more and more of them have never heard the name of Jesus, never been exposed. To, yeah. Uh, last year, we had students that I've never known what a Bible was, never seen a Bible. And it was wow. another shock to middle schoolers that had that happen to them. Yeah. But uh, my heart is just that in the middle of this pandemic where, I mean, really, this generation was hopeless to begin with. Mm-hmm. And now it's even worse. And uh, that we know that Christ is the answer. Uh, yeah. that there is a spiritual answer to these physical problems. And to know that the best way that I have seen to get that hope of the gospel out is to empower students to do that. So mm-hmm. empowering an army of students in each of our schools to share the gospel, that's what I want to see happen. I want yeah. every student to hear that there is hope Definitely. between them and God on how they respond to that. But it is our job as the church to do that. That's our job is to communicate the gospel and then let God do the rest. And that's what I want to see happen throughout our region. Definitely. That's awesome. I'm excited. I'm excited to see uh, what God does through First Priority. And I know, you know, bringing on Aaron will make a huge difference for you personally and for the schools. I mean, being able to uh, to have 
more of you <laughs> focused on the schools will, will be a huge, a uh, huge benefit. So I can't wait to have you on again, you know, in the, in the later months to, to get another update. Um, but I appreciate you both, you know, for what you're doing, uh, the sacrifices that you all make to, for these kids and, uh, and the impact um, that you are having on their eternity. Thank you. Appreciate it. If you know of a group, organization, or individual that's doing good in your community, they could be our next guest on Good To Go. Share the good at wcqr.org and download Good To Go wherever you get your podcasts. Looking for another great podcast? Jesus Fix It with Seth and Jess is about finding your way through the clutter, perhaps having some laughs along the way. The Christian walk doesn't always come wrapped in nice, pretty packaging. So count on Seth and Jess to keep it real. Search for Jesus Fix It podcast today.